Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Tired of Doing Everything, who says my 23 female, SO30 male, has decided he doesn't have to pay his half of the rent anymore, and all of the money he makes is his alone. But the little money I make goes to all of our living expenses. We met when I was 19 and in my sophomore year of college. I didn't have a job, but I was a full-time student. When my SO and I started to see each other more, I would spend more time at his apartment. I didn't move in. All of my stuff was still in my dorm room and I spent the majority of the day on campus, at least from 8am to 7pm. Even though I couldn't really help out financially with my SO, since he had a job at the time, I helped where I could buy lunch, coffee, help clean, and I had a monthly stipend I could spend in the university store, and I'd use that to help him out with groceries. It wasn't much at the time, but it was all I could do. I graduated last May, but I started working part-time when I was 21. In addition to my part-time job, I'm also helping a professor grade exams and do little jobs for her, and I'm taking a class studying for the GRE. All of this is important because my SO feels that because I wasn't working for the first two years of our relationship, that he shouldn't have to pay for anything for a while. He thinks the financial situation should balance out. He hasn't had steady work. He'd be a bartender for a while, then get bored of that. Then he'll work in retail or food for a few months and go back to bartending. He seems to have a new job every six to seven months. He's able to find work easily because he's so charismatic, but he'll eventually get bored and will want to do something different. He no longer pays me half of the rent. We've been living together for a year now, but not paying rent wasn't enough to balance things out for him. He only buys groceries for us once or twice a month, which is usually milk, beer, and steaks. This has been going on for about four months now, or about $2,000 in rent. I can barely afford this. It's why I took a second job helping an old professor out. She's paying me very well and it helps make ends meet. Not only is he not paying for anything, all the cleaning, cooking, apartment maintenance, driving, planning, date nights, etc. all fall on me. This makes me feel like I'm both the girlfriend and the boyfriend because I do everything. I also feel like his parent because he makes a mess of the apartment leaving trash on the ground, not cleaning up his spills on the counter, leaving dirty dishes out, and I end up cleaning it up. I don't want to. I usually ask him to clean it up, but I've waited up to seven days before I relent and can't stand the sight of the mess he's made, and then clean it up myself. Example, he spilled a large amount of syrup on the kitchen counter, didn't clean it up. It sat there for about a week. Every day I ask him to clean it up. I even laid out a sponge and some cleaning spray by it. I got sick and tired of it and I cleaned it up myself. I'll ask him to do simple chores while I'm out at work, like take the garbage out. It's a two-minute walk to the dumpster in our apartment. 
he'll agree to do it and when I come home from work, it'll still be there. I ask him to take it out the next day, I'll come home, still there. I'll ask yet again and he'll get angry and says he's going to do it. This keeps up until the garbage is fucking disgusting. It's leaking and smells bad. I have asthma and garbage fumes and can sometimes make me wheeze. So I take out the garbage. There was one time where the garbage pile grew to about three bags. It smelled terrible. Shit was leaking. It was probably a hazard. He didn't take it out, even though he said he would every day. And I eventually had to take it out. I know this sub doesn't like enabling, but I don't think most subscribers take into consideration the horridness of liquids that eke out from a garbage bag. He get mad at me for taking out the garbage and claim, but I was just about to do that. Why didn't you let me take it out? Sometimes I think he purposely does these things to make the bills higher than they should be. He's been having weird weather in my region, so it's been going back and forth from cold to warm. He's turning the AC to low temperatures when it's warm and turning the heat way up when it's cold. Like the AC will be on 64 Fahrenheit and fucking freezing when I get home sometimes. Or he'll crank the heat up to 74 Fahrenheit and it will feel like an inferno in the apartment. He'll also just turn the shower on when he goes to poop because he likes how it feels, the warm steam. I'll ask him repeatedly to keep the thermostat at a reasonable temp to save money and not to waste water. He usually responds by saying that the water bill is never that high and he wants to be comfortable temperature-wise, which is apparently either arctic or magma. He'll also take advantage of my kindness. Money is tight right now, but I still want to go outside and try to frugally have fun, which is possible. There's a chain restaurant within walking distance of our apartment. If I'm feeling rich, which is rare these days, we'll go there for a snack and a beer. I tried planning a date night for Valentine's Day to said restaurant. I told him that we can go out, but only if we just stick to an appetizer or an entree under $12 and only have one or two of the beer special that night. He ended up complaining that it should be more romantic. We should have gone to a nicer place, that we shouldn't have to stick to such a low value venue. I said I was sorry, but I couldn't afford anything nice. He ends up getting an app, the most expensive entree, several top shelf LITs and a dessert. I just had an app and one beer. The check came and it was more than I could afford. I asked him to help out. He gave me about $20 and told me I had to get the rest. I used the little cash I had on me and my card to pay for it all. Every time I bring up the money issue, he always goes back to the point that when we first started to date, he paid for almost everything and that's only fair that he doesn't have to pay for anything now. Is this right? I know he did pay for a lot in the first two years we were together, but that didn't include him paying for my rent, utilities, groceries, etc. He's also started to smoke in the bathroom but denies it. I know he's smoking in there because whenever I take a shower, I see beads of tar on the once white walls, which are not starting to yellow. I can see ash in the toilet, trash can and sink. Oh, and it smells like cigarette smoke in there. And I'm asthmatic, so it's hard for me to breathe in the bathroom pointed out all the proof I've seen to him and he has an excuse for it all. He was just emptying out the ashtray from the porch in the trash can and some of it accidentally got on the toilet or sink. He claims that the beads of tar I see on the walls are just from cheap paint and that is actually the steam from the shower that's making the walls start to yellow. He'll also try to convince me that the bathroom walls have always been painted a light yellow. The hair that broke the camel's back was our most recent argument. We were talking about our future wedding. Two friends of mine got married a few months ago and we started talking about how nice their wedding was and how they were able to pay for it. 
He told me, you know, the bride's parents traditionally pay for everything. The comment blew me away. I responded with, that may be traditional, but it's not common anymore. My parents can't afford a wedding. Bob and Jane paid for most of their wedding and their parents chipped in. He got mad at the statement and said his mum isn't going to pay for our wedding, that the cost should be on my and my parents' shoulders to bear. I don't know what to do. I feel like it's balanced now. He's been living for free, eating for free, using water and electricity for free. Hasn't had to drive us anywhere and he's had my free maid service and chef service for four months now. Everything was great before he decided to do this. We rarely fought until he felt the need to not pay for anything. And I know he has a job because I visited him multiple times while he's working. He'll invite a co-worker of his over to our place on occasion as well. And before I say what I'm going to say, because I think it's important for me to get this out there first, because what I'm going to say is, you know, probably what a lot of people would say. A lot of the comments are probably going to say, but I think it's important that I know it's not as easy as what I'm going to say, because once you're in that relationship and you're you're living it and you've been told this is the normal thing, this is this is what people do. You think you're in love, you think things are balanced. And so what I'm saying with that is I don't think as easy as what I'm going to say, because it simply isn't, especially when you're living the situation that OP is right here. But to me, you know, you, you reeled off paragraph after paragraph of what a shit this person is. And like I said, I think the comments, I think people listen to this uh, uh, immediately give you saying, get your ass out of there as soon as you can. Get to friends, family, whoever you can get yourself to because you don't deserve this kind of treatment. It's manipulative. It's horrible. And don't even consider thinking about marriage with this person either. They've shown their true colors to you. But let's check out a couple of comments before we move on to OP's update. Brioche says, do not marry this man. Do not date this man. His behaviors are controlling and manipulative. Your relationship will be abusive and you will always feel like you are the crazy one. Get the fuck out. I feel like I should sugarcoat it to increase the chances that it'll sound more accessible. But I can't. Goth Fairy says, you sound like you have a good head on your shoulders. Strong work ethic and a a caring partner. At the moment, you are basically mothering an overgrown abusive man-child who feels like that he is entitled to all of your money and resources. This isn't balancing out the costs. This is him taking advantage of your kindness. Cut off the excess baggage and you will thrive. Little Macca says 110% not worth it. You're essentially paying to be treated like that. Think about that. You're paying to be degraded, to be abused, to be guilt-tripped and insulted and upset on a daily basis. It's not worth your time or effort or money to live this way. I try to get out sooner than me if you can. Try speaking to your landlord and they might help you out. Les Lucid says, A good partner doesn't unilaterally make decisions about how things should be balanced. They discuss and negotiate with their partner in order to find a balance which feels fair and workable for both people. It's apparent from your other comments that this man is an abusive piece of shit and that sooner or later, all the other elements of an abusive relationship are going to manifest themselves, including physical violence. Work out what you need to do to end things safely and then do it. It's hard, but... What you will go through if you stay will will be even harder. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we have an edit and an update to this post as well. So the edit says, thank you for everyone who responded or sent me a PM. I read everything. A lot of what everyone has been saying is exactly what I've been thinking in the back of my head but I felt emotionally drained and physically exhausted since all of this happened. So it's been hard to think clearly. I've come to realize that I'm in a shitty situation and I'm a little scared. Many of the comments below hit close to home and made me realize how fucked up everything is right now. I'm going to plan an escape, so to speak. I feel that simply saying we are done to him won't work. I've already talked to my parents and they've agreed to let me live with them for a while. This isn't ideal, but it will allow me to save up some money. I've spoken to my future ex-SO. I treaded lightly that since I'm planning on going to grad school, I've decided to enroll in a summer class or two before I'm officially accepted. This is true. The university I plan to attend will allow you to do this. And I have to move back into my parents for a while. He wasn't happy about this and I could see the gears start to turn in his head. Then OP went on to their update which said so things have happened rather rapidly since Tuesday. I talked to my mum some more about what has been going on. I wasn't too open with my parents about how bad it was. She basically wanted to get me out ASAP after I revealed more to her. Anyway, so here is what has happened so far. The apartment. It's in my name. The lease is up in May. I talked to my landlord about the situation a bit. Basically, they can't force him out because there's no official reported criminal activity. He has 30 days to leave. It would also be more expensive for me to break the lease than to pay out for the next two months, which really sucks. March's rent has already been paid leaving April and May left. The penalty charge is three months rent and they can't do anything else. However, I did choose an option to put my apartment on market, which basically means they can start showing my apartment after dipshit's 30 days are up. So here I have no choice but to leave after that. If they happen to find someone to take the apartment before May 1st, I didn't have to pay that month's rent. They did copy all the documents and everything I signed and a note for him about getting out in 30 days. I left that in the apartment for him. Since his name wasn't on anything, he didn't need to sign anything or be present. Jobs First job, I talked to my manager. She was very understanding and was able to start a transfer to a different store near where my parents live. My parents live an hour away from the apartment, by the way. I still have to show up to work in my old town a few more times until the transfer is chance it may not be accepted accepted but my manager and i were able to work out a life schedule and there will be at least three people in the store with me during those times i'm scheduled second job i called my old professor who was also super understanding we had a under the table cash only agreement so it was easy to end that working relationship it sucked but she understood a lot of people mentioned that this was an abusive relationship I did a lot of research on signs you're in an abusive relationship and he checks off a lot of boxes. There are a lot of other red flags I didn't even mention in my last post about how horrible he is. 
This was a huge eye-opener for me, and I realized the level of danger I was in by being near him. Unfortunately, the revelation I've had also caused me to feel incredibly depressed, even more so than I felt before. I'm trying not to blame myself for how horrible things have gotten, but it's really hard. I can't help but think that I shouldn't have gone this far in the relationship and that I've permanently damaged myself. But that's a discussion for another sub. Sigh. As I mentioned earlier, my mum wanted me to get the fuck out of the apartment ASAP. I had to convince her not to drive down and take me away in that moment. Dipshit worked last night and I'll be at the apartment by 5pm. My mum, dad, uncle arrived at the apartment at 5.30pm. I told my best friend that was happening, who lives close to me, and she came by the apartment as well. The five of us were able to pack up pretty much everything I own and put it in all of our cars, so I'm now home. Loose ends. One, I still have a few GRE classes to attend, but it's only once a week. Two, hopefully the transfer will be approved for my old job. I'm still scheduled to work a few days for the next two weeks in my old town, but it's extremely light and, as I mentioned, multiple people will be in the store with me. I won't be alone at any point. Three, anything else I need to discuss with my landlord can be handled over the phone or email. I sign the appropriate documents. I'll likely have to pay damages after the lease has officially ended. And dipshit. He called me late last night after he got off work and was obviously confused and angry. I refused to tell him where I was, which just pissed him off more. I told him that because he was financially abusing me, as well as emotionally abusing me and scaring me on a regular basis by yelling, punching things, throwing things, that I couldn't take it anymore. That I deserved better, that he was a horrible person, that I didn't love him anymore, etc. Well, he stopped being angry and turned on the waterworks. He apologized profusely. He begged me to come back to him. He said he could change and that he was only acting out because he was depressed and I should give him another chance. He even claimed that he was just about to tell me that we're financially even now. What are the odds? It was the most surreal conversation I've ever had in my life. I felt absolutely nothing for him. His tears didn't upset me. His anger didn't upset me. I was just cold and numb throughout the entire conversation. I felt like I was getting bored just talking to him and wanted the conversation to end ASAP so I could watch Netflix. I literally started to glaze over things he was saying. He was going back and forth from being sad to angry and I was just on the phone like, uh, yeah, sure, no. Eventually, he caught on that I stopped paying attention to him. He snapped at me and asked when I was going to stop the bullshit I was pulling. He started to rage about something. I interrupted him and said I didn't want to talk to him anymore that he was horrible and owes me thousands of dollars and I never want to see him again. And then I hung up on him just as he was about to put on the waterworks again. He called and texts a lot and I haven't responded. He's been continuing to call me today as well. My next step is to get a new number. Thanks to everyone who commented in my previous post or PM'd me. I wasn't able to get back to everyone but I did read everything. The next few months are going to be rough but at least I won't be with that arsehole anymore. Edit Wow, I didn't expect my post to blow up like this and thanks to whoever sent me the gold. Reading everyone's replies has helped me realize that I made the right choice by leaving him. It's been an emotional roller coaster. I've cried, laughed, felt scared, felt confused and angered. I now want to go into counseling, which I'm planning on as soon as I'm able to do so. I've managed to block him on my phone, so I don't think I have to change my number after all. I called my apartment this morning to see if they could grab the router and cables from my place and hang on to it until they can be retrieved. They were happy to do that at least for me. So now he doesn't have internet. I did listen to a few voicemails he left for me in one message. 
He was calling me by my pet name and literally talking in cutesy baby voice to me. The next voicemail, he was just yelling at me. It made me laugh, but also made me, well, afraid of him. I've taken everyone's advice and I'll be extremely careful for the next few months. I have pepper spray. I won't be traveling alone and I'll be using campus or police escorts when possible. And we've seen that several times in relationships like this when they break up, how it goes from anger, then trying to be nice to them, then back to anger again when they don't get what they want. It's incredibly scary, isn't it? And again, I'm incredibly glad that OP does have that support system behind them with their parents and their friend and their uncle, who it sounds like quickly went round there to gather all OP stuff and get them out of that situation. I find it incredibly sad still that OP's having to rely on things like pepper spray. And I know it's obviously to be safe, but and that they can't travel alone anymore and they're having to be using campus or police escorts when possible. I find that just incredibly sad because of one person who can't control themselves. And, and I know... It, it happens to so many people, but I don't think it makes it any less sad that they're having to live their life this way because of someone else's actions like that. And it was just shows in that first post, you know, Opie listed all that stuff that their partner was doing, what they were saying, the way that they was financially abusing them, and emotionally, of course. But they were still questioning themselves all the way through it. And then it takes comments in like a subreddit that's that's helped them see you know this isn't normal behavior and that they need to get out of that situation which is why i always think it's important to mention that i don't think it's you know easy to do sometimes what i say what other people say in the comments when you're actually dealing with it you know it might be easy for some people but i think for others when they've gone through it for x amount of time i don't i just can't imagine and the questions in their head and if they're doing the right thing etc what they're going through and they've been abused in these relationships for X amount of time. Again, I'm glad OP is out of that relationship and hopefully they're living their best life right now. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. As always, I'd love to know. And what would you advise to OP? Anyway, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for getting involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh. Hold up. 